Hey everybody, just real quick before the show started, uh, this is Steve, and I just wanted to let you know, for all the latest information on our podcast, hit us up on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I learned from movies. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. If you're looking for incredible art, or maybe gifts for an upcoming uh, birthday, or Father's Day, Mother's Day, anything like that, Christmas, uh, you can check out Izzy's art at untidyvenus.etsy.com. You can also find us on all the uh, podcatchers like Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or iTunes, whatever they're calling it these days, Podcast Addict. Uh, basically, Google us, you'll find us, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. All right, on with the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes and gratuitous I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. We're putting out fire with gasoline. <laughs> ah, with 1982's Cat People. I had not seen this movie, Steve. <laughs> How did I not I. see this movie? I had heard like the name and was like, oh, was it about people that turned into cats? It was. I was joking. By the way, it's Cat People, an erotic fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but first. <laughs> we 
We gotta put out some salt fire with gasoline. Uh? We have a beer from Salt Fire Brewing Company. Charlotte sometimes. Because cause I guess sometimes she's a cat? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A summer blonde ale. Happy slash sad? I don't know. That's what it says on it. 5.2% alcohol by volume. Charlotte is the cool, but not too cool, blonde, hanging out uh, back at the Salt Fire Barbecue. Drinkable and approachable. Charlotte's subtle, well-balanced malt flavors taste like (laughs) sunshine after rain with just a touch of hops. Perfect for those in search of something smooth and delicate. Enjoy. All right. All right. I'm going to make a ton of noise with the bottle opener and then pop my top. My top. Nice. All right. This is, by the way, a super clear beer. I can see from the bottle. Yeah. It's like you can read through it. The pour. Yeah, this is like absolutely crystal clear. Mmm. Ooh. Ooh. I just sipped a little bit of little head on there. This is very, very malty. It's got a little bit. Of like a green apple flavor on it. Yeah. Um, sort of like a lager. Yeah, it's definitely like yeah. a lager. Uh, yeah, it's got like the old world hops kind of notes to it. Yeah. Like just kind of mildly earthy and piney. This but... is really nice. Yeah, Very it's a good day, all day drinking beer. Definitely. And 5.2%. That's uh, that's no slouch. Not bad. Not bad. Speaking of not bad. <laughs> Cat people. Cat people. Yeah. Uh, babe. Steve. Would you be shocked if I told you this movie was a remake? What? Yep. Uh, there was a 1942 movie by DeWitt Whoa. Bodine. I didn't think you were allowed to have erotic thrillers back then. Well, this was uh, before Pearl Harbor. So, uh, yeah, but yeah, remake 1942 movie. Uh, not really a whole lot to do with this one, but it had the same name. <laughs> Uh, but from I'm sure that one also had to do with people turning into cats. I think it did, actually. Uh, I may have to look into that one. But, <laughs> but from director Paul Schrader. Who's he, Steve? Well, um, he's a director. Uh, <laughs> what? You may know him from Hardcore, American Gigolo. Oh, shit. This. Then he uh, took some time off. Mm-hmm. But, babe, this is the, also the director of Dog Eat Dog. Oh, shit. <laughs> the Nicolas Cage, Willem Dafoe yeah. vehicle. Uh, as well as First Reformed. And uh, he's probably more famous as a writer because he uh, wrote Taxi Driver, Obsession, Raging Bull, The Last Temptation of Christ, <laughs> and Bringing Out the Dead. Apparently he's like Martin Scorsese's personal Damn. writer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, those are, that's a lot of good movies. But this, this movie was written by somebody else named Alan Ormsby. Who's he, Steve? Well... You may, be, may also be familiar with some of his work. Uh, Dead of Night. That's a good one. Yeah. This. Mm-hmm. Porky's 2 the next day. <laughs> that's right. He went from this to Porky's 2. Oh. The Substitute. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Berenger, baby. Ow. And Mulan. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Alrighty. So he's got some range. <laughs> From the writers of Mulan and Taxi Driver <laughs> comes Cat People, an erotic fantasy. Cat People. Uh, but he is also starring uh, Nastasia Kinski. Who's she, Steve? Uh, 
this is pretty much all she's been in. <laughs> no, she's been in other things, but it's definitely like her most famous yeah. role uh, as Irina in this movie. Uh, Malcolm McDowell as Paul. Oh, I'm sorry. When we were looking it up on the internet, I believe it was Malcolm McDowell as the love interest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what? But... Sold. I was like, oh, they have the same last name. They must be a husband and wife. Nope. <laughs> we find that out two minutes into the movie. Two minutes. Uh, also, John Hurd as Oliver. Yeah. Uh, you may know him better as uh, Mr. McAllister from the Home Alone movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see who else is in this. Annette O'Toole, Ed Begley Jr., John Larroquette, Ray Wise, and a cameo from Frankie Faison. More on that later. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty all-star cast, especially yeah. for the early 80s. They'll all be a lot younger than you. Like, Malcolm McDowell, like, yeah. that might even be real hair on his head. He looks like a baby. Yeah. He, <laughs> like, compared he, to what we're used to seeing him. He looks like Clockwork Orange was, like, the the three months earlier. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but, babe. Steve. Do you recall how this movie starts? Uh, wasn't Irina meeting her brother for the first time in Nolens? Well, a little before that. Oh, that's right. We get the little intro song from David Bowie that yeah. uh, we all know from Inglorious Bastards. Back-to-back weeks with Inglorious Bastard. Apparently. References. <laughs> Inglorious Bastard references. If only Hugo Stieglitz were in this movie. <laughs> with gasoline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but then, um, yeah, we get the, like, skeletons being revealed. There's, like, a yeah, red desert and the sand's it. being blown and it starts revealing a bunch of skeletons and you see a lot yeah. of, like, panthers and stuff walking around. Uh, but I noticed this movie is produced by Jerry fucking Bruckheimer. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer film. Right. <laughs> Basically, after doing this, he's like, you know what? I should just do Top Gun or something. <laughs> I'm tired of sibling erotic fan fiction. Let's dabble in just male on male shirtless. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Top Gun and erotic story. <laughs> oh, that was the original working title Top Gun and erotic fantasy. <laughs> Playing with the boys. <laughs> when are we doing Top Gun? You know what, babe? Oh, that's right. We were going to do the, uh, the month with. Uh, Top Gun, Navy Seals, Iron oh, yes. Eagle, all those guys. <laughs> it's a shame we've already done uh, Firebirds. Firebirds. Yeah. <laughs> we could do it again. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Nobody's listened to that one, right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah, in the middle of this this red desert, uh, apparently back in Egyptian times or something. Yeah, it's, you know, it, it's the, the way it's shot in all of that, it feels almost like it's an alternate universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like... So is this in Earth or Eternia or the <laughs> Nether? <laughs> Somewhere on EO. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. god, it, it totally ties in with like Life Force. <laughs> oh wait, what's uh, what's John Carter's planet? <laughs> Mars. <laughs> what do they call it? Like oh, <laughs> yeah, du- Dumas or Fumas or something. I don't know. <laughs> I've already forgotten that horrible movie. So on Dune. <laughs> yeah, yeah, meanwhile on Dune. After collecting the spice, they're sacrificing a virgin to the Panthers. There was a the very Panthers. Dune feel to that. There was yeah. A, yeah. I, I don't think the David Bowie music uh, helped to not oh. have that vibe at all. <laughs> oh god, if David Bowie and David Lynch got together. Oh, oh that is a shame that never happened. Yeah. That shit would have been crazy. Starman, a David Lynch production. <laughs> <laughs> Produced by Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah! 
<laughs> Starman, an erotic fantasy. Kind oh, of is. Yeah. If you think about it. <laughs> anyway, we're still we're still doing the credits. Uh, <laughs> right? Yeah, they're sacrificing a virgin to the the Panthers. Yeah, Panther goes straight for the jugular, but then it's like, wait, is it going for the jugular or is it just kind of rubbing up on her face? <laughs> We'll never know because uh, then we smash to an airport. <laughs> no, no, no. She goes back to she goes back to the hut. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she goes back to the yeah, cave like or the whatever. next morning. Yeah. So yeah, she goes back and uh, basically just like staring down the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Panther's staring at the cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for him to let his guard down. By the way, I do have to say this movie mostly has real panthers, very few puppets. Oh, yeah. And it shows, and I appreciate it. There's a couple of scenes where I am nervous for the actors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there are some very unhappy kitties in this. When they're fake panthers, you can tell. When they're not, though. You can tell. You can tell. (laughs) You can almost smell the shit in the actor's pants. They never get the nose right on the puppets for panthers. No. Oh, they always look so fucking derpy, too. Yeah, they don't. They don't. The nose and the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, then after that, uh, we cut to the airport where we see a young lady walking around unescorted. Ooh, wait, mm. except she's kind of being stalked by some dude, like oh three feet behind her. What's happening? Who then walks up behind her and goes, ah! <sighs> what the fuck does he say? Something like, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> and instead of being. Oh, and like super up in her ear. I'm like, oh, okay. This is obviously like a. A couple or a lover or something yeah, like that. they're obviously super familiar with each other. Nope. Brother and sister haven't seen each other since they were four years old, but he is up in her oh, business. Oh, yeah, he is. Uh, we find out uh, it's New Orleans Airport. Uh, they're basically, we get a little exposition of like, oh, yeah, brother and sister. Yeah, you know, it's a, I've been in the orphanage since I was four, but I knew about you. Oh, I've also... I also fa- had, dreams had dreams about you. I used to fantasize about you. Yeah. I had the same dreams. Yeah, it's like really fucking weird. Yeah. And, and the whole time Malcolm McDowell, again, like, just like arm around her, like oh, touching her. And he, yeah, he's getting hot and bothered. It's creepy. Um, but we're also introduced to uh, a little, ser- uh, I guess his servant, uh, Famali. And something like that she, yeah i couldn't quite make out all the story because it was a super quiet dvd that we had but yeah, it was ours like had a terrible audio it was like what is name and my mom said female except she could only sound out the word so femali i was like all right yeah. all right that works i guess <laughs> oh that's right and they're like having dinner and the special gumbo and talking about it and all of a sudden malcolm mcdowell just says did they ever tell you how our parents died <laughs> <laughs> um no why not not what we usually discuss and then we cut to them like opening up a closet or something and it has like all those masks and toys and stuff like that yeah and they just starts fucking sniffing her while she's like looking at them and i'm like what the fuck is going on (laughs) and they start juggling and (laughs) she's weirdly okay with all of this yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that night, she's like sleeping in the bed or whatever, and Malcolm McDowell just comes like walking in the room yeah. and just like jumps up and like perches on the end of the bed like a cat. <laughs> it's you like, know what? I gotta hand it to him. He's all in. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, nobody in this movie is half-assing it. Everybody's giving their whole ass. Oh, totally. Yeah. All, all full ass, just pounding in there. Oh, just pounding. <laughs> no, wait. That's not yet. <laughs> yeah, not quite yet. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's right. Then, uh, then we go cut across town to a sleazy motel. They have them in New Orleans. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, right. Fun fact, super fun fact, because it's a fun, fun fact. Wait, are you telling me that New Orleans males have a dirty, gritty side? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if only there was smell vision with this movie. No, no. <laughs> yeah, we're basically following an escort up to uh, Meter John in room three. And she's just going on about the mm-hmm. prices and stuff without having even seen the guys. Like, there's like a light on in the bathroom, and she's just kind of like, "Well, twenty five bucks, you can like sniff me or something, but anything more than that, we gotta discuss ahead of time." <laughs> and I don't take credit card. All right, I'm just joking. I like credit card. <laughs> and uh, tip is appreciated. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" But then, Steve, uh, have you ever hired a hooker? Uh. <laughs> Then you know this is super accurate. uh, But but then she starts hearing noises. Nice save, Steve. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And then she starts looking around and like, what what is that? And then a claw comes out from under the bed and grabs her foot and like rips out her Achilles or something. (gasps) Ah, There's a panther under the bed. And just fucking like mauls her and like pulls her under the bed and blah, blah, blah. Somebody brought a cougar to a party. (laughs) (laughs) A bear in the apartment. Some assholes keeping a bed in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. That quote's going to come up a lot this month. <laughs> <laughs> it sure is. Uh, but, uh, so, so afterwards, animal control is called in. Yep. Um, because... They call the zoo. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. They call the zoo because, uh, you know, there's cameras in all the rooms. For security purposes, right? For security purposes, absolutely. Uh, but they can see that there's a giant fucking Black Panther in this room number three. And it's just like pacing around looking for a way out. Because, yeah. you know, can't you do the doors or the win- the windows are all barred up. Because, you know, it's a motel ge- in the ghetto. <laughs> in um, the ghetto. <laughs> and so the, uh, the, the, the main zoo guy is uh, uh, Oliver, uh, played by Mr. McAllister. Um, and he's got his uh his, his red-headed assistant who yeah. apparently is also his lover we find out but that his ex-girlfriend well they totally like kiss and like grab each other like all the time in this movie but again i don't know maybe it's just how how friendly people are i don't know well all right well i guess maybe they're together at this point yeah. but later it comes maybe, up maybe they're an occasional hookup kind of thing yeah yeah <laughs> got that itch that needs scratched mm. yeah. well you know i mean when you're married to your work mm. and your work is tar- uh tranking cougars it gets weird so you <laughs> tranking might well, cougars, yeah. you gotta take you gotta take your co-workers that makes sense uh but yeah so so his idea is he's gonna do you you know take like a ladder like the the fire truck ladder into the window and then try to trank the panther but the panther like breaks through the window and like starts oh, scratching at him and shit and he almost falls off ah! he pulls back up drinks that some bitch and <laughs> takes it to the zoo yeah meanwhile across town <gasps> Irina wakes up what what i had a dream oh i'm so hot and sweaty and my clothes are just barely hanging off of me yeah exactly oh there's a lot of that <laughs> it's like you need to get a shirt that fits or something <laughs> no time for a bra no time for bras oh there are no bras in this movie are no, you kidding me no no one wears a bra in this movie yeah but yeah she starts walking around the house like paul are you here and famali's like no paul yeah, he must be out doing something don't worry about him go spend the day in the french quarter check out the city yeah man. <laughs> 
So she does. Uh, get her wandering around town, uh, and she ends up at the old, old Audubon Zoo um, and starts looking at the big cats. Yeah. And then one kind of transfixes her, and she starts staring. The Black Panther. The Black Panther. And he's obviously very upset. Obviously. Breathing hard. <laughs> yeah. You know, the sounds cats make. Ain't that, ain't that right, Pickles? Uh, so yeah, so we get a cameo from uh, John Larroquette, who also, he, he's like an administrator at the zoo or something yeah. like that, and just gives a little exposition, blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's right, they were talking about, like, the how the cat, like, threw up pizza, and yep. like, what kind of a cat eats pizza? Like, eh, <laughs> I leave pizza around, a cat'll, a cat'll lick it or eat it or whatever. Like, eh, I guess so. There's scavengers in the wild. Yeah. And then it's like, cut to that night, and uh, Oliver's like... I don't know, look at the security cameras for whatever reason. He's working late or whatever and just notices that... I oh, no, re- he looks at his window. Oh, was he just at his window? Yeah, his his office is directly above the, the, the Black Panther cage. Oh, well... And he sees her, she's still standing there. He's, he noticed her earlier, drawing. Yeah. And he looked out. So he, uh, so he goes to check out, check her out, like, hey, uh, park's closed. And she just, like, starts running off and he's, like, running after her. And then she just jumps up to the, like the top of a fucking tree. <laughs> and he's like, "Hey, what? How'd, how'd you, you get how'd up you there? get up there? <laughs> Wasn't easy." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That quote's gonna come up a lot this month too. <laughs> I feel this is a lot like House of or uh, Night of a Thousand Cats. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, eventually she comes down and uh, she asks him out to dinner. Yeah. So they uh, go have some oysters. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Hashtag securing. <laughs> um, and over oysters uh in beer he basically just offers her a job at the zoo yeah yeah oh yeah we're uh looking for somebody uh for the gift shop you're qualified right i can see that you don't wear a bra that's all you need <laughs> well she was saying how uh she just came to the city she just met her brother for the first time uh but yeah she's never been to new orleans before and she doesn't know how long she's gonna stay well i can give you a job yeah. obviously he's already transfixed by her mystery Indeed. Wouldn't it be nice to be a pretty girl and just have jobs thrown at you? Well, babe, you've had jobs thrown at you. Not because I'm a pretty girl, because I'm fucking talented, but... I think it's because you're a pretty girl. Mm, a I'm... talented pretty girl. I'm alright, but I am not a pretty girl, Steve. Mm, whatever. Well, and see, this is where I have written down, okay, he is hitting the redhead, because, yeah, they were totally, like, like the next morning, they're, they're like... Oh yeah, late last night. Yeah, just you know, catching up on work and blah blah blah, and like like kissing her and like holding her and stuff. And I'm just like, okay, all right, all right. This will play later. Sort of. <laughs> and I have that written down that there's the uh, orangutan watching the soaps. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, uh, Ed, Ed Begley Jr. is like the guy feeding the animals at the zoo, and so he's going like pin to pin, and he, he's the the grunt zookeeper. Yeah. <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. Um, oh yeah, and the redhead. Uh, her name's Alice. I have a family okay, written down. Yes, that's right, Alice. For, uh, so Alice and Irina meet at the gift shop for the first time, and Alice is like, "Hey, uh, we should meet up for drinks afterward. You know, get to yeah. know each other a little bit." And she's like, "Yeah, I'd like that." Smash cut to them at the bar. Uh, basically, Alice is already her cock blocking friend. Like. Yeah. <laughs> couple guys hitting on uh, Irina, and, and Alice just kind of steps in like, sorry guys, she's taken. Like, sits a beer in front of her. Yeah. Babe, what do we find out about Irina? Like, hey, within two so you're in, the city, you're in the city and all that. You got a boyfriend yet? Well. No, I've never had boyfriend. I, I am a virgin. So you've like never fucked? 
No, never nothing. Oh, that's weird. It's it's not weird. It's it's you know. It's I just never found the right person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Then the uh, the creepy lady walks up to her and goes, "Mi hermana, mi hermana," and like walks away. What does that mean? It means my sister. By the way, I thought for sure she was going to play back in. Nope. She doesn't show up ever again. No. So was that a cut scene later where like she's... Probably. like Because she spo- she's she's odd. So I'm assuming she's a cat person too. Yeah, yeah. She, she could sense that she was also like a cat person or something. Yeah. yeah you, but you don't see her ever again. No, she's gone forever. She's never referenced to. Uh, in fact, it said many times throughout this movie, they're the only two left. Uh, or, well, they, the think, said, they think or, they're the only two yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So we get to the next day, and it's feeding time. Ed Begley Jr. just walking around, feeding all the animals. Um, oh, yeah, Irina kind of walks by as he's, like, about to feed the Black Panther. And he's like, yeah, this one's been kind of a prick. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, I got I to gotta use the cattle prod here to, to give him yeah. his food. Like, all right, back up there, cougar. Back up, buddy. Back oh yeah. just rips his fucking arm off. Rips it right the fuck off. <laughs> oh Ed Bagley. Yeah, so Ed Begley bleeds to death right there in front of the cage. And then I don't know, six to eight hours later, the decision finally comes down where it's like, Alright, well, we're gonna have to kill the the Panther now because it's taken it it's taken uh but Mr. McAllister, an environmentalist. <laughs> Mr. McAllister doesn't want to euthanize the Panther. Yep. It's just a scared animal. Yep, so they go to see the cat. Clack, clack. Oh, shit, it's gone. <laughs> oh, shit. We have a cat who's tasted human blood loose in the city of That's New Orleans. right. <laughs> uh, and you would think that would be the, the best part about this movie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it gets better. That's right. So uh, Irene is back at the house. And then, uh, yeah, she's like in her bedroom, like, you know, just staring at herself in the mirror as one would. Well, that's what girls do when we're alone. Yeah. And then Paul comes in through the window like, oh, (laughs) Paul, what? Where have you been all damn day or who who knows, three days at this point? From this point on in the movie, he's never not sweaty. Oh, yeah, he is. He is dripping every scene after this. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) But Paul uh, just starts like ranting like. I know you feel it too. We're the same blood. We we make love with me, or you know something like that. I don't like, like you. Like, like he's totally like we just need yeah. to get need get to it fuck. in, get it in now. And then like he starts really pushing, like hashtag me too. <laughs> and then and then she just like runs and does a fucking backflip out of the window. Yeah. Um, and then like runs like twenty feet from the house or whatever, right in front of a cop car. Yeah. And she's like, oh, help me, help me. He's going to rape me. So, something, something like that. Something like that, yeah. And the cops are like, oh, yeah, just right in this house here. Um, never mind. I, oh, I, I, I must have thought it was somebody else. My bad. Never mind. I just um, got scared. And so the cops just went about their business. Oh, wait, no. They do the exact opposite when that happens. They start look, searching the house. <laughs> Babe. Steve. What do they find in the house? What do they find in the house? They find... A lot of corpses, a like lot of corpses. a lot Ooh, of corpses, but they're not intact corpses. Oh no, they're sca- bones scattered <laughs> about what appear to be some sort of small prison-like structure <laughs> in the basement. Like, yeah, there's like four or five cells down there, and like two or three of them oh, are yeah. just chuck full with like bones and stuff. 
And so but they like, don't know when they're from. They could have been here oh, yeah. before the current renters were here. I mean, some of the stuff is ancient. Well, just to be safe, they arrest Famali. <laughs> well, yeah, they have to arrest the black girl in the yeah, house. Exactly. Like, you didn't know about this in the basement? Uh, no. <laughs> she is part of one of those weird cults. Because now we get the whole diatribe about, yeah, there's there's a couple of cults here. Did you know there's cults in New Orleans, Steve? Yeah, I've And some of that. them believe in uh, in ritual sacrifice. Fucking voodoo magic, man. <laughs> no, they, they specifically never mention voodoo. <laughs> yeah, they, they steer away from the voodoo thing. <laughs> you know, it's funny, for a movie set in New Orleans, they actually veer away from most of the New Orleans stuff. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, they show like the French Quarter and stuff like that. But... Yeah, but they don't go to like Louis Armstrong Park. They're, it's not like well, she's Louis Armstrong Park's kind of a shithole in the early eighties. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. New Orleans, you know. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying, like, they never go. They never end up on like Bourbon Street. Like a poop on Bourbon yeah, Street could have made for a good scene. Early eighties New Orleans isn't quite the. Uh smoothie kings and starbucks that we uh tend <laughs> oh, to know, know from now <laughs> i know i'm just saying uh they yeah they don't they don't have like a bunch of voodoo they i appreciate it is what i'm saying yeah yeah say it's more like easy rider new orleans <laughs> yeah it really could be almost any city which i sort of appreciate that like yeah. they focus on the the, the plot Oh, yeah, and then uh, Paul comes back into the picture, like, afterwards. Like, Irina's, I don't know, she was at work or something, but Paul, like, sneaks up on her. And this is where we find out that uh, their parents were lion trainers. Yeah. That worked at the zoo. <laughs> or or the, the zoo. The, the circus. At the circus. The circus. Traveling right. circus. Uh, before they killed themselves. <gasps> what? Bum, bum, bum. I have more questions about that. Well, it doesn't matter. Because... <laughs> Yeah, the police are basically like, well, this Irina chick's only been here a week, so she may not have known about what was going on in the basement. That place was nasty. <laughs> yeah. um, so we got to take Famali in. Um, I mean, we could put her in somewhere, but then the curator's there, uh, Oliver, and he's like, I'll take care of her. Yeah. She can stay with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that night he's basically like, you know what, just relax, get some sleep. Uh, we're going to go for a little drive in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. So they drive out to the country. <laughs> Babe, what happens when you drive out to the country, Steve? <laughs> what what game is it that this gentleman plays with her? Oh shit, what game is it? Look at that boat. Look at that crane. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Let's like, get your mind off of things. Yeah. That's it's and it's I think I like this scene because it is so what an awkward guy does when oh, he's yeah, trying yeah. to hit on a girl. Yeah, it's the equivalent of like, uh oh, nice weather we're having, but it's like Hey, check out that boat over there. <laughs> they take a boat out to the bayou for some crab fishing at yeah. a, one of those redneck resorts that we like to check out. Oh, uh, uh, he's got a shack that him and his buddy built. Yeah. And his buddy maintains. And so when he says him and his buddy built it, his buddy built it and Paul financed it, right? Yeah, yeah, well, pretty much. I'm sure they both <laughs> built it back in the day, but, you know, he's got one of them city jobs. Yeah, now he's out curating cats and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that night they're having some dinner, a couple of drinks mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. She hears some noises outside, like, what was that? Like, <gasps> that? Oh, it's probably just gators. Gators? You know, you know, there's only one way to keep alligators away. What is that? You gotta make love. I can't! <laughs> oh, come on, baby, it's okay. <laughs> no, no, I just, I'm just gonna go to bed. All right. Meanwhile, <laughs> we cut across town, and uh, 
Paul is with a big breasted blonde chick that he picked up and uh yeah. but he's having some performance anxiety. Mm, he just can't It's okay, baby. <laughs> it's it happens to everybody. My little girl voice definitely is a huge turn on for you. Don't worry here, I'll just I'm just gonna suck it for a while. Mama can make this all better. You just let mama take care of you. You think she's joking. That is <laughs> the <on>. exact scene. <laughs> And it is awkward to watch, but I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we cut back to Irina. Oh, Irina, yeah. She goes for a walk out in the woods. Mm-hmm. She's feeling really hot and bothered. Yeah. So she decides to take all her clothes off in the middle of the bayou. Yeah. And hunts a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get the, the cat vision that she gets. Yeah, <laughs> where everything goes like sort of psychedelic colors yeah it's like purple but then like if it's a moving green. object it's red and yeah there's like green mixed in yeah it's 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 a little weird but but then uh but then she sneaks back into the redneck resort <laughs> and it's like uh oliver is like sleeping right next right. to the front room so he hears her come in huh? and he's like what's uh what's going on and uh flicks on the light Don't look at me! yeah but like throws the lamp oh, she like, is naked scene. and covered in blood yeah <laughs> Don't look at me. He will have questions after. Oh yeah. This. Well, that's right. And then after she like slaps the lamp out, then we come back across town to where yeah. Paul's lying naked on a bathroom floor. Oh, here's one of. We're we're about to start a trend here in this scene that I am uncomfortable with. Ugh. So he wakes up. There's um entrails and blood on him and he looks yeah. in the mirror he looks down what does he do steve <laughs> he notices something that he scoops up into his hand i i assume off of his crotch <laughs> and it looks like it could be it, like you it thought it was a, a condom or something originally it could but be yeah a condom it could be an entrail it could be a loogie unclear yeah. it's gelatinous yeah like gelatinous whatever shoves it in his mouth and starts <laughs> eating it and i'm like oh <laughs> Steve, is it common for guys to eat stuff they find dangling from their dick? Not in my circles. Please. Hit us up at EILF Movies if you eat shit off of your crush. Have you, have you, if you've eaten things that were dangling off of your dick, please just, you know, shoot us a tweet. Let us Look, know what it was. Tweet, tweets only, no pictures, please. <laughs> no pictures. I am not opening that attachment. <laughs> Oh, here, there's a gift that no. Stork sent. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. And then, yeah, so, so he's like getting up. He, he just ate his crotch meat. <laughs> and he <laughs> walks into the bedroom, and there's like blood everywhere all on the floor. Yeah, the whole um, bedroom's torn the fuck apart. And the blonde lady's there. And apparently, in his fit of passion, he ate her arms first because she was yeah. like, a, like the. There was like half of an arm on the bed and then the other, you know, like both arms were gone from the corpse. I guess so. they're easy to pop off. They're not, though. That's the, th- I don't know. <laughs> He's spatchcocked her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. If he'd have turned her over, you'd seen she was spleened out the back. Yeah, he just, he, he reverse spatchcocked her instead of removing the, uh, the, the, the spine bone. Uh, yeah, he took the sternum out and yeah. Yeah gross um so irina <laughs> uh then is like trying to leave the 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 redneck resort and paul's like wait where are you going like no i have to go i have to go stay away from me but but i love you irina stay with me we can work through this you don't have to go to jail for <laughs> the 
fucking corpse <laughs> the catacombs you had under the house you were living in yeah well and she's know. like you wouldn't love me if we could never make love and he does I, have sort of a yeah, 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 he like takes a nice like five mississippi and then he's like i mean he, he, I believe we can work towards it I was like, this is what he's like we can work something out yeah i mean <laughs> Hand stuff? <laughs> Butt stuff? <laughs> mouth, I mean, mouth stuff. You've done mouth stuff, right? I mean, meanwhile, like, pans out and Paul's watching from a tree. <laughs> and he's like, ah, back off, that's my bitch. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, then we come back to the city and uh, Oliver and Alice, the redhead, uh, they're like driving, I don't know, across the bridge or whatever. Yeah. And they start having a little conversation and Alice is like, hey, you've been hanging out with this Irina chick. Huh? What? How's she doing with all this? Oh, she's doing fine. I mean, how, how would you think she would re- react to something like this? And he's like, I was just asking. I know you're, I know you're hanging out with her. So I assume you guys are fucking, right? <laughs> Pretty much. But it is well, he's like, eh, I mean, no, no. No, we're definitely not fucking. <laughs> not for lack of trying. What was that? <laughs> Nothing. But yeah, a whole bunch of bullshit there. Yeah, and I gotta say, she's taking it really well, which is sort of what makes me think, like... Yeah, they they, they, they have an agreement kind of a thing, Yeah, right? or this is where it was sort of like, maybe like they were exes, but on good terms sort yeah. of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they had a little, uh, little work fling, and then, you know, yeah. something happened, and their jobs were kind of danger, like, hey... You know, I'm not looking. I'm not looking for anything serious. Huh. You know. All right. I was told that by somebody. Yeah. Else. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not looking for anything serious. Just, just want to hang out. Meanwhile, across town. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, he proposed over pickles. <laughs> not uh, the cat. The food. <laughs> there was a brownie on the way. <laughs> All right, so yeah, across town, uh, Irina's, I forget exactly where she's at. Uh, I, don't, I don't think she's back at the her brother's house, because I'm assuming that's crime no. scene. What, was it oh, Oliver's no, she, apartment or something? Uh, she, I think, all right, so this is where I was uh, unclear. Either Oliver and the redhead, Alice, share an apartment. Oh, yeah, yeah, or, that's right. There's that weird, or, like... Yeah, it's like... Or is a, it like the lab or something? Like she was well, staying was in one of the rooms in the lab? Because, yeah, there was like the weird like, stairway. Do they live and... in like a bungalow at the zoo? Maybe, yeah. You know what? He they he probably does live in like the upstairs apartment at the zoo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they, they oh, appear okay. to live on site or at least have rooms you, you know on what? That's site. exactly what it is because, yeah, later in the movie. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like confused by it, but it was like they both definitely each had their own room. Because his was upstairs from hers. Yeah. Uh, Oliver's was upstairs from Alice. Yeah, but you had to, but like, it, walk down the stairs and then around yeah. a catwalk. But it was unclear yeah. if, like, that was their regular living establishment or if it's just, like, for late nights at the zoo, they have a place to crash sort of a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, when like, they're on, like, car, on call, like a firefighter. Yeah, or a doctor or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Are we still recording? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this is where uh, she's hanging out there. But then uh, Paul just comes crashing in through the window and he's like... Save me. You're the only one that can save me. What, what do you want me to do? Make love with me. No! As no. brother and sister. No, I don't want to. I'm not like you. Yeah, then there's like, you know, shards of glass from the broken window. Uh, he's kind of pressing hard. Um, and uh, She sort of tricks him. She gives him a big hug. And oh, then yeah, yeah. Stabs like, him oh, with a big chunk hold, of glass. Hold me, my brother. Yeah, stabs him with a shard of glass. And I thought 
she like stabbed him in the head or whatever. Nope, she got him in like the, the yeah. hand. Yeah, got him on the <laughs> hand and it like shows like a couple cuts. But she doesn't want to hurt him. Well, yeah. But, but from the angle and everything, like he was down oh, yeah. like about to go to pound town. And mm-hmm. then she just like took the last and like started stabbing his head and he like put the hand up in the way. Yeah. That's how he's at the uh, but then you see his hand like start to transform and turn into a cat paw. <laughs> yeah. And so then, based on this movie, I think that means he came. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that is one of the rules that comes up later. Ugh, Jesus. No. But yeah. Now, so so let's go ahead and just discuss this rule. Apparently, every time they fuck, they turn into a cat. Yeah. And the only way to turn back into a human is to kill. Yep. This is the rule of cat people. So, is it only if you come having sex with somebody else? Or does thapping it also count? Uh, you know, some people ejaculate with pain, baby. That's the only way to well, get off. Well, because I'm thinking, I think Paul may have spent, like, most of his teenage years as a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then killing a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the the transformation, babe. What did you think about the transformation? Process? Really well done. Yeah, like, it was American very... Werewolf in in London style transformation. Yeah. I thought they handled it very well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, it wasn't the same people. Uh, no, you know, it wasn't Stan Winston and all those guys or uh, Baker. That eh, doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, it was it, it was very similar. I mean, the the head stuff was a little different but i think it's just because it was a cat a cat versus a cats dog, are just yeah. naturally ugly <laughs> cats are weird especially like a panther and again they never get the angle of the nose right on the panthers yeah it's always, it always looks a little a little, a little too smashed yeah because they yeah. do have like a really they have a big roman nose but yeah they always like try and flatten yeah, it out they super don't get the blunt angle right. it's like yeah yeah just it's kind of like voldemort yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that's when um, oh fuck his name. Uh, Oliver hears hears a noise up in yeah. Irina's room, and so he goes to check it out. And, and then he he like opens up like Irina, everything okay in here? And he like hears the growl in the other. Oh, room. this this is where the good transformation happens. Oh yeah, the yeah, best yeah. Part. So when you open it up, it's like the lights are out, thunder and lightning. You get a flash of it's Paul, but it's not really Paul. Like he's already partially transformed. And then as he walks across the room, the light you just kind of get these lightning flashes as he's slowly turning. And the only thing you can see are his eyes. Yeah, he's like glowing. crawling like in the shadows of yeah. like the glowing eyes. And then as soon as he comes out of the shadow, he's a panther. It, that was a it was very good smooth. scene. So then he's like, uh, Alice, Alice, help, there's a panther in here. <laughs> and he's like, like knocking the bed over. And yeah. there's one part where he like threw a sheet on the panther and that apparently held it back. I'm like, no, 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 no. Blocked its vision. They don't yeah. have opposable thumbs. So it's got claws. Throw a sheet on pickles and see what happens. All right. <laughs> Joke's on you. I haven't washed any sheets. <laughs> Still not moving. So yeah, see, useless cat. No. Um, <laughs> Barely a cat. More of a potato. <laughs> but then, uh, so Alice comes in with a fucking shotgun. Clack, clack. Brow, clack, clack. Brow. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna blow that panther's head off. Yeah. And then so it's like, oh shit, that cat's dead. Oh, that's right. That's right. He, shoot, he shoots the cat and it flies out the fucking window. Yeah. That's right. And yep. then it like lands right in front of like Irene because she went out the window to mm-hmm. escape Paul or whatever. Yep. And it's just lifeless little corpse there. And then there's that weird-ass cry that Irina does. Oh, she lets out a primal scream that's obviously blended in with a kitty roar, and yeah. it's pretty creepy. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the next morning, 
<laughs> uh, we go to the morgue. Oh, this scene. Yeah. Uh, you got the uh, uh, Oliver is there with a what appears to be a very drugged up cat. Yes, this is this is not a prop cat. Not this is a, a prop. You can see it breathing very yep. slowly, but this is a real panther they have on this. And table. like, has like the tongue hanging out a little mm-hmm. bit. Eyes just closed, but like, yeah, out of it. And. There is this super tense oh, scene where he's doing the autopsy. Oh, he has to move it around first. Oh, yeah, This yeah. is where I was legitimately nervous for him. He looks uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, this thing's, like, really knocked out. We're like, yeah, yeah, we gave it, like, 15 Valium. <laughs> is, is that, like, enough? Uh, yeah, yeah. The guy, I mean, er- Ernez over there says so. Fun fact, super fun facts. It's fun, fun fact, uh, Steve. Cats of all shapes and sizes actually don't respond super well to anesthesia. Mm. And uh, when they wake up, they wake up pissed. Oh, yeah. Well, because like, they're confused. And they wake up super quickly. It's not like, you know how dogs sort of like, and like people are sort Slowly of like, come huh? out of it. Yeah. No, when cats are like, they're like, huh? Cow! <laughs> yeah. So knowing that. Yeah. When Mr. All, McAllister. Mr. McAllister, like, takes the scalpel and starts, like, cutting into yeah. the chest. And the whole time I'm like, he's going to fucking wake up. He's going to fucking right. wake up. He's going to rip and his fucking where, arm off. This is and... where they do switch to uh, a puppet, and it's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, but, yeah. They're not really cutting open a yeah, panther. Yeah, a real but, panther. But, yeah. But he, but he I know, we reaching. were waiting for it. Oh, yeah, he, start, he really starts getting, like, really deep, too, and mm-hmm. the music starts yeah. picking up. And he, he starts he pulls, cutting through the cartilage and stuff. He pulls out the rib cutters yeah. and gets in there. <laughs> What happens when he rips up when he goes to open up that rib cage, Steve? What the fuck is this? Oh my god, there's a fucking arm in there! Yeah! Oh my god! This is when uh, (laughs) the poison gas starts shooting out of it? Fucking mustard gas or something starts (laughs) blasting out of this corpse. It's like, what? What is happening? And then the entire corpse melts. Yep, just down to what appears to be several ounces of jism. Yeah, just a puddle and a little bit of fur. Yeah. And and like some of the other crime scenes and stuff, there were like the little jism puddles or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, what? what is, is that supposed to be spunk? And apparently now knowing the rules, yeah, it was spunk. Yeah. <laughs> and they turned into a panther and then they killed somebody. So then they're back to a human. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> May the circle be, be unbroken. unbroken. Uh, so yeah, so then Irina is like confused because now Paul's dead. She yeah. has no idea what the fuck is going on. Apparently, she, she knows she's a cat person now because she chased yeah. the bunny. And so she goes to see Famali in jail. Yeah. And Famali is so like, she's like, what? what is happening? What's going on? And she's like, you know what's going on. You know what you are. Don't don't play coy. Yeah, <laughs> but she's but... like, but what am I going to do? Paul is dead and you're in jail. And Famali's like, it's not my fucking problem. Anyway, we're done here. Bye. <laughs> right. Famali is so uninterested in talking to Irina at this point. She's like, uh, yeah, no, you killed my boss and you got me arrested. Uh, bye. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. And then she, uh, it was like, oh, you know, go wherever the hell you want. You know, you're not going to be able to outrun yourself. And so she hops on Amtrak. And where does she go, babe? Where does she go, Steve? She goes to Richmond. California? Or Virginia. It's never really Unclear. explained. Because all we get is uh, her just daydreaming on that train yeah <laughs> and she dreams about the red desert and the dreams and the people yep. being sacrificed and, and uh paul is there as her guide in her dream oh paul is there and he is shirtless 
Yeah, he is. Yeah, it gives the whole backstory of like, ah, uh, our kind have been worshipped as gods, but now we have to like and live in recluse. And we are an incestual, incestual, incestuous uh, race. Yeah, we can, uh, we we can only make love to each other, or else we turn into a cat. Our parents were brother and sister. Did you know that? Well, you know that now. <laughs> and now you're the only one left. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And their species was created by. Uh, uh, the the ancestors used to sacrifice virgins to the cats oh, yeah, over yeah. and over again until one of the virgins grew inside the cat. Yeah, Ugh. weird weird shit going on. But uh, then we cut to Alice jogging in the park. Yep, and she keeps jogging and yeah, jogging. And she, she is hears, not wearing a bra. She is not wearing a bra. <laughs> But, well, she's and she's got like the sweatshirt and the sweatpants mm-hmm. and like the headband and everything yep. going. She but she's jogging. She hears something in the trees. Just keeps jogging. So just, something's back there. It's getting closer. Just keeps jogging. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. Closer. Uh, oh, nothing. And then almost jogs right into a fucking streetcar. <laughs> and a dog. There was a dog. There's oh yeah, there, oh, that's right. There was a dog. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, there was a dog like across the street barking. No, the dog jumped up on her. The big old dog, because we said, "Where's that dog's owner?" Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, anybody own this fucking dog, or is it about to really eat her? Like, this is this is just a... a New Orleans street dog. Is she going to be saved by a cat person? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so dog jumps on her, and then she's like, "Ha ha, yeah, the okay, bye, doggy," <laughs> and it turns around, like, almost gets hit by a fucking yeah. streetcar. And then uh, basically, she takes the streetcar. I guess to the, like her local gym or something. Cause uh, like yeah. uh, she goes to the front desk and they're like, uh, like, Oh, Hey Charlotte or whatever her name is. Yeah. Like, mind if I just take a dip for like five minutes? Like, yeah, we're closing up. Just make it quick though. And clean up after yourself. Okay. I will. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. And so we get gratuitous boobies. Woo! She takes off that sweatshirt. She's wearing nothing underneath it. Yeah. Oh, by the way, she's apparently been jogging all day because because yeah. it's like nighttime now and it was like middle of the day when she was in the park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so uh, she goes for a swim with just panties, nothing else. Yeah. But she hears something. Yeah, she does. Sounds like a low growl. Oh, wait, it was starting to growl. Yeah. And then all the lights go out. Ooh. Except for the lights in the pool, illuminating Ooh. them titties. Who is it? Who's there? Wow. Scatman Crothers? Turn on the lights. It's Irina. She's just standing there. Only wearing a uh, a flesher jacket. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she's like, have you been following me? No, I, I, somebody told me to look for you here. I can't, I can't seem to find uh, Oliver. Yeah. I've been trying to reach him all day. Hee <laughs> hee. Irina's being weirdly giggly in this scene. Oh, yeah. And and then the front desk lady comes in and she's like... after Alice starts going, I know you want to kill me! Oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, like, I know you're you're trying to run me out of the picture, bitch, you can have Oliver all to yourself. And then the front desk lady's like, what's going on here, ladies? Hey, who are you? (laughs) All right, all right. Let's let's everybody get out of here. Come on, hit, hit, hit the showers, Alice. Irina's like, oh, just looking for my friend oliver and she's freaking out all right i'll leave and then um the friend desley like has uh, alice's clothes and like hands it to her <laughs> but her clothes are all torn up dun, dun, dun. oh my god 
Oh, that's right. Then we go back to Oliver's apartment where he, yep. like every man in the 80s, has his own uh, red room for developing photos. Yep. <laughs> and then, oh, the stupidest fucking scene in this whole movie. He's developing the pictures of the panther and her. Yep. And like one of them gets side by side and he's like looking back between the two. And I think you're supposed to think they look similar. It's the Yes, those eyes. eyes. Oh, we forgot uh, in the dream, too, um, when Paul was talking to Irina, uh, he says to her, you know, he only wants you because he's afraid of you. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, so then uh, then the phone starts ringing and Oliver's like, oh, shit, gotta, gotta hide my hide my nudie photos. Goes <laughs> to answer the phone and it's Alice and she's like, hey, is uh, Irina over there? Because she's been acting really fucking crazy and I think she's been following me all day and she was looking for you so she's probably on her way there, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, he like looks over and Irina just like walks, walks into in, his room and like Takes starts... her top off and walks up the stairs. Yep. And, and he's he like, just sort of, he's I'll got call like, you later, like, bye. Like, yeah, I'll call you later, bye. And Alice is like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah, follows her up the stairs yeah. and she's so seductive. Yeah, yeah, just leaving clothes all along the hall, slowly walking towards his room. Yeah, nice little strip tease going on. Mm-hmm. And then we get some of that great movie making out. Oh, don't forget, he's like, are you scared? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so then, like, just when we're about to start, you know, the real show, yeah, we fade to afterwards. Woo! Basically, post-coital fade cigarette time. Fade to afterglow. This one, we start, we continue the disturbing trend yep. of licking things off the genitals. Yeah, Irina she goes, goes the to the bathroom. bathroom. Yeah. He has passed the fuck out. Oh, yeah. He is nutted out. <laughs> well, I mean, he had blue balls for so long. Yeah. And so, yeah, she, like, gets, like, uh, she has, like, blood or something. Well, yeah, because he popped her hymen. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. She starts she tasting that, like, ah, yuck, gross. And then she starts transforming yeah uh, turns uh, into a kitty oh he does not fucking hear it oh not just turns into a kitty this is where the panther pops out of her yeah. like towards the end she's like slowly changing and then all of a sudden it's rip and like flips inside out <laughs> yeah oh that's right and she, he does wake up and she like goes to like slit his throat and then she jumps out the window once yeah. again she does a lot of jumping out the window yeah yeah that's right she like, jumps on him they like struggle a little bit and he's like oh fucking panther <laughs> but they lock eyes yeah they lock eyes like wait you look familiar panther and then yeah she like j- jumps out the window run off and there's like the the motorcycle cop and yeah. <laughs> like knocks that guy over and just runs off Oh, yeah, and then there's, like, oh, yeah, there's reports of a leopard over by the bridge. We should go check it out. And so he, like, hops in the Zoomobile or whatever. But now goes he over knows there. it's her. Yeah. And then so, like, uh, the cops have, like, the bridge surrounded and the yep. leopard's just pacing on the bridge. That is a nervous kitty. Oh, yeah. And then they just randomly start opening fire. <laughs> and she just jumps off the side. Yep. But Oliver knows where she's going. Where's she going? The Redneck Resort. Oh, shit. So he takes the boat out there. But, of course, he remembers to grab the shotgun off of the, yep, the boat. just in case. He's yep. no dummy. Yeah, but he's walking around. And then all of a sudden, ah, something almost falls on him. Oh, shit, it's his buddy up in the tree, oh, ripped to pieces. fuck. <laughs> fuck, this isn't good, this isn't good. But then he, he goes into the resort, and she's in there, but she's back to human. <laughs> and this is where we got the whole, uh, you know, she starts playing like, 
I have to yep. kill to go back to human. Oh no! Uh, he's like, "What can I do to help you?" And she oh, was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. "You know what you have to do. Make love to me again." And of course, he's like, "Okie dokie." Oh, so we get some boobs. Yeah. Oh, this is where he ties her to the bed. Uh, oh, and yeah, full bush shot. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, this is. And then he fucks her tied to the well, bed. That's right. Ties her up to the bed slowly. Still got the shotgun just in case. Just you in know. case. Better safe than sorry. And then, uh, yeah, ties her to the bedpost. Starts playing a little David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> Disrobes and just dives right in. Woo! <laughs> so then we cut back to the zoo the next day. Yeah. And uh, we see Oliver meet up with Alice. They're mm-hmm. kissing, holding, little lovey-lovey. They weren't really lovey-lovey. It was sort of one of those, like, thank God we're all still alive. Look, look. Kissing them on the lips while holding each other with their arms and, like, gazing into each other a little bit. That's... Mm, He was more distracted than gazing into her. Yeah, well, obviously he's distracted. But, uh, yeah, basically she's like, you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Just, you know, the new leopard and everything. And uh, so then he's, like, walking past the big cats. And it comes the little black panther. Yeah. And it's Irina. You just kind of have to know that. And then it does, uh, well, the David Bowie song still going. He feeds her meat. It feeds her meat. And then it does a fucking freeze frame for, I swear to God, a full minute. Oh my God, it's so long. And it's, it's a so derpy long. fucking shot of this leopard, this too. Le- yeah, it's like, it's got his mouth closed and its eyes kind of closed. It's like, Nyeh. Yep. And then roll credits. Nope. Right before it rolls, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. unfreezes and unfree- she roars. Unfreezes and roars just as the song climaxes. Yep, and then roll credits. Yeah, sorry, my mistake. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, cat people, cat people with cat vision by Robert Blalock, or as I prefer to say, Baba Block, Baba Block, Baba Block. <laughs> <laughs> Babe. Steve, would you recommend Cat People? I would. I It was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to lie. It was slow. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, intentional. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was a lot like, um... Oh, what was the vampire one? That was really slow. The Hunger? It's, it reminded me a lot Starring of the Hunger. David Bowie Starring and David Susan Bowie, Sarandon? Yes. It reminded me a lot of that where it's like, there's definitely some scenes that could be paced up, but at the same time, like... Okay, yeah, I get it. It's intense. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, I definitely recommend it. Uh, I don't know, calling it an erotic fantasy or whatever. I mean, that's like saying Twilight's an erotic fantasy. Are, are you not turned on by, uh, look, by brother, sister, love? Look, Nastasha Kinski, she's a fetching woman. Mm-hmm. Alice is a fetching woman. Yeah. Even young Malcolm McDowell. I could, I could see the appeal. Steve would have tapped that. Mr. McAllister, <laughs> I don't know about that. But, but just, <laughs> He's all just right, the man. whole situation and where it's like, somebody wrote this, like, thinking thinking about cat people banging that are brother and sister. It's not my bag, baby. <laughs> but but yeah, still, still a well done movie, I think. Yes. Yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We are. And when we come back, what? we'll have more beer. <gasps> Fun facts and what we learn from cat people. <laughs> Hi, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. 
And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jim? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100, to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc., etc., etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. Newport Beach, The Pool House, Captain Oates, Chino, Ew! I'm Michelle. I'm Liz. And I'm Ingrid. And we're Let's Let's Talk Talk OC! We're the ladies that brought you Tree Hill Talk, and now we are on the West Coast talking about the early 2000s teen drama, The OC. Join us every Monday as we watch and review each episode. We hope you can join us! Hey everybody, this is Nerd Bomber here, one of the co-hosts of the Online Warriors podcast. Our weekly podcast started as a way for three friends to keep in touch and discuss their passion for movies, gaming, technology, and entertainment. And since then, we've grown into a fantastic online community. Every Wednesday, we release a new episode discussing the latest nerdy news, and then we go hands-on with our weekly adventures and a fun trivia show. Sound interesting? Check us out on every podcast platform, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or hit us up at OnlineWarriorsPodcast.com. I love the smell of movies in the morning. There's no feeling in podcasts. There's no feeling in podcasts. This podcast will be quite operational when your friends subscribe. Feels. Real feels. Not the feels. Not the feels. Out of all the podcasts I've encountered, Real Feels was the most human. Hey, it's Drew. And Nathan. And Jack. Hey, guys, and we're the Real Feels Podcast. We come to you every other Wednesday with a brand new movie of a different genre every single time. So make sure to catch us on iTunes, Podbean, and any other podcatcher out there. You're the realist. And the feelist. Come to yeah, And we're back. Oh, my God, Steve. Those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding. Ew, she said it. Oh, they get better every week. Yeah. Oh, and for those of you who may not have heard quite yet... <gasps> We have our first live show coming up what? on Wednesday, November 13th at Brewies in Ogden. Holy shit. Be sure to check it out. Yeah. It's going to be great. There's going to be swag. There's going to be all kinds of cool shit going oh down. My God. But first, <gasps> babe. Steve. I'm a little parched. Are you now? Anything to quench my thirst? Mm. Well, we have from Talisman Brewing. Talisman presents the limited release Imperial Stout. 8.4% alcohol by volume. Hell yeah. Talisman presents limited release beer. Many Hollywood movies are blockbusters and some even get sequels. This limited release (laughs) beer is our way of determining which beers are blockbusters and deserve a sequel. Cheers! Nice. Please drink responsibly. Gonna pop my top. Oh, my top. Cat, don't act like we've never drank beer in front of you before. Sending you. And the pour. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is a dark brown beer. Yeah, that has a dark khaki colored head. Mmm. Ooh, yeah. Lots of roasty aroma. Roasting chocolate. Yeah. yeah. It, it smells like dark chocolate. Yeah, lots of tiny little bubbles. Steve? Yeah, that's that's nice. It's a little drier than uh, a lot of Imperial Stouts, but yeah, it's definitely... You know what? I'm not going to lie. I appreciate it. Some of them can yeah. be almost like um, 
saccharine sweet. Yeah, yeah. This one's more like uh, like like dark chocolate. Yeah, like it's a yeah, it's dry, little... almost like baker's chocolate a little bit. Yeah, but... it's kind of dry. It's a little bitter, but like in a pleasant way, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, I dig this. Talisman, keep making this beer. So, yeah. Steve, do you have any fun facts? Super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. I do. <gasps> All right, babe. Start off with the Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, shit. What do you think the critics thought of Cat People? This feels like a movie critics would like. Yeah? I'm going to say 86%. A little high. It's uh, 61%. Really? So it's still technically fresh, but just right on that cusp. Hmm. Yeah. What about the audience score? Oh, if the audience score is below 70, I'm going to be disappointed. Prepare for disappointment. Mm. It is 45%. This is better than 45%. Yeah, well, what I'm thinking it is, a lot of people didn't go for the incestuous love story. And the ending is a bit of a twisted little fucked up downer where basically Oliver is keeping her as a pet, a fuck pet. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, is that, oh, is that McCall- that's what's kind of implied, right? Mr. Not, McAllister's fucking that cat every night. Yeah, say, it's not for her benefit that this arrangement is done it's so that you know he gets his nut and then she can go kill no, whatever and no. come back and let have me, a place to let me get all let, let me get all art filmy on it real quick go for it the only way for her to live and not be a threat to anybody is if he keeps her locked up at the zoo so right. that she can't get out because her instinct is going to be to kill so she can turn back into a human. And then her instinct as a human is going to be to fuck to get turned back into a cat. Mm. And hence the cycle. So if she is locked up in a cage, then she can't do any more damage. All I'm saying is in the sequel, they're probably clearing out a lot of homeless people. That's all I'm saying. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out he was pregnant the whole time. Woo-hoo! So now he's going to give birth. What a twist! <laughs> junior style. <laughs> to little cat babies. Kevin, I'm having a baby. No. Uh, <laughs> all right. $18 million budget for this movie. Not bad. $7 million worldwide gross. Not a lot of people watch mm, this movie. That's a shame. Yeah. Well, you know. The thing is, it seems like an artsy film. Yeah. And then it's a twisted artsy film. Yeah. It's like erotic it's a horror. horror. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a weird niche. Yeah. It was well crafted. The music was good. I dig Bowie. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fucking song's amazing. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm disappointed I actually hadn't seen this sooner. Yeah. I had no idea that that song was going to pop up in this movie. <laughs> no. I've heard that song before and I was like, wait, wait, wait. That's, oh, I guess the song's just called Theme to, <laughs> theme to Cat People. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. All right. Bo Derek was originally scheduled to play the lead role that eventually went to Nastasha Kinski. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. She was probably, Bo Derek was probably wrapping up uh, Bolero or yeah. that Tarzan movie she was in with her husband. <laughs> yeah. Also, fun fact, Nastasha Kinski comes from a family of shapeshifters. Oh? She is the daughter of Klaus Kinski. <gasps> Who's he, Steve? Well, he was famed for playing a Creature of the Night just a few years earlier. In the vampire Nosfer- Nosferatu the Vampire. Yeah. In, uh, 1979. Yeah. That version of it, not the, yeah. the 30s wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. Her dad wasn't in the 30s one? Yeah, I know, right? It's like, oh, great genes. All right. Malcolm McDowell was reluctant to make the film at first because he called the original film as not being very good, but <laughs> was convinced by Schrader's take on the material with its focus on the erotic horror. Yeah. By the way, any movie with Malcolm McDowell in it, I assume it's going to be kind of twisted and kitschy. Yeah. 
he doesn't exactly pop up as like i don't know the kooky grandpa or something like that in a kid's film it's 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 caligula it's it's got some intensity to it yeah (laughs) i think the most the 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 least r-rated movie he's been in has been like tank girl (laughs) yeah probably (gasps) so steve in the remake nicholas cage is malcolm mcdowell Ooh, Nicolas Cage is Paul, and oh, then who would be uh, Irina? Who, play, who plays his sister he wants to fuck? Liv Tyler. <laughs> you know, I'm in. Yeah, say. Or uh, uh, Evangeline Lilly. Girl from Lost. Uh, oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man oh, of the Wasp. Yeah, yeah. She played the Wasp. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That'd work. <laughs> <laughs> Matilda May. She's still around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking life force if you haven't seen life force that oh you guys that may be one of our live shows we're gonna do that thing's fucking amazing you guys gotta go see life force space vampires (laughs) naked space vampire yeah oh her body is perfect yeah all right by his own admission director paul schrader (laughs) says that one day he got so stoned on set that he refused to come out of his trailer a whole day's filming was lost yeah that that seems right yeah right uh, he was also first offered a revisionist remake script of Cat People, the 1942, by uh, Alan Ormsby. Uh, but later he rewrote the screenplay and added the movie's perverse ending. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when Alice is stalked at the swimming pool, this sequence is a direct homage uh, to uh, and remake reworking from an equivalent scene in the original Cat People movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, this scene is the main common element of the two films. Uh, apart from the cat people, they are completely different stories. <laughs> what? I almost kind of want to watch the original now. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, the director liked Frankie Faison's performance as Detective Brandt, uh, but in editing didn't feel his voice work, so it was dubbed by <gasps> another African-American actor, Albert Hall. Is he, I almost uh, yeah, screamed out, Oh, hey, Detective Faison, all right. But, it, but yeah, when he started talking, it was like, well, maybe that's maybe that's his voice. I like, <laughs> like maybe he's trying to do a New Orleans accent or something. But yeah, it definitely wasn't one of my favorite roles. Him in uh, Coming to America <laughs> as the landlord. To America. Uh, producer Wilbert Stark had purchased the rights to the RKO Library and intended to redo their horror classics with Universal. Yeah. However, the relative box office failure of this film and The Thing, which came out the same year, mm. uh, laid waste to any future remake plans. That's because people have terrible taste. Babe, this movie just got mentioned in the same breath as The Thing. The Thing's a great movie and it bombed yeah. at the box office. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and music by uh, Ennio Morricone. Yeah. Early 80s, you fucked up Hollywood. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So, babe, Steve, dare I ask, what did we learn from cat people? Uh, that cat people like to eat stuff off their genitalia. That's exactly number one on my too. Steve, don't eat, eat anything off your dick and I won't eat anything out of my badge. All right. I also learned that when you uh, cut open a corpse of a cat person, it releases noxious amnesia gas. <laughs> Must have been that bean he had for dinner. <laughs> Uh, I also learned David Bowie did the fucking music for this movie. Right? Who oh, knew? When it first starts out, I 100% thought it was Johnny Cash for a second. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anything else you learned? Uh, that uh, Mr. McAllister played the romantic lead in the film. Yeah, right. As did uh, Malcolm McDowell. <laughs> uh, brotherly love. <laughs> Steve, what would you do if your brother wanted to fuck you? 
gross. I'm just saying. Um, I'm flattered, but no thank you. <laughs> On that note, thank you for listening to us uh, here on Everything I Learned From Movies. Uh, babe. Steve. I hear you have art for sale. I do have art for sale. You can check it out over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. I got all kinds of fun stuff over there. And the holidays are coming faster than you want them to. And uh, yeah. Uh, oh, that reminds me. I'm going to reactivate that sale right now. So by the time this comes out, people will have a sale. Woo. And of course, frankieandmurr.com. Check them out for the greatest aromatherapy and essential oils. Use a special code UNTIDY for the save 15%. And, of course, shipping is free on orders over $35. Uh, So, yeah, check them out. Um, And, of course, once again, November 13th, Wednesday, (gasps) 7 p.m. Broovies and Ogden, come check us out for our live show. It's free admission, guys. You don't have any more excuses now. Tell all your friends in the Utah area, come check us out. Get your asses out there. What's the movie going to be? It's a secret because we don't know right now. We <laughs> this is recorded a little in advance, so <laughs> but we're working out the details. It's going to be a lot of fun, though. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. So until next time, I'm Steve and I'm Izzy, and this is everything, everything I learned from movies. Have a good night, everybody.
wouldn't 